Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. We're looking at the book of Revelation. Bet you guessed that, didn't you? Yeah. Sure. Revelation chapter 20. We are in the midst of looking at the, the kingdom of God that will be established and run by uh, Jesus during the millennium. We already looked at the coming kingdom a couple of times, and we talked about uh, uh, this new reality that's coming with the... Uh, and just a reminder as to where we are, and we're in Revelation chapter 20, and and we, we talked about how uh, the millennium is ushered in by Jesus returning uh, during the... Uh, Battle of Armageddon, and after he uh, des- destroys the opponents of Jesus Christ during the Battle of Armageddon, uh, is the beginning of his millennial reign. Just imagine that new reality that that we're talking about. Jesus is uh, reigning, and he is uh, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And this is a time in which uh, all of creation is righted the way it's supposed to be. So no longer are, uh, is the lion a threat uh, to uh, the lamb. No longer is uh, the scorpion or the snake uh, a, a, a threat to anyone who uh, might uh, reach down and, and put their hand near them. This is a time in which uh, everything is made new. Everything is is transformed in the earth. Now, this is not the new earth and new heaven that will come at the end, but this is the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. And as a result, this is a time in which uh, there's no longer the influence of Satan upon the earth. There's no longer uh, the inf- uh, the the uh, the pull of sin the way it is in today's society. This is a time in which uh, no longer there's no longer crooks or no longer scheming uh, individuals, no no longer uh, crooked politicians, no longer is there uh, someone conniving for for power. No more dictatorships, no armies, uh, no battles that will be uh, conducted. This is a time in which uh, Jesus Christ is reigning. And Jesus' ministry was a glimpse of what this kingdom is going to be like. And Jesus went around and He was healing those who were sick. He was uh, causing the sight to come to those who were blind. He was causing those who were unable to walk to be able to take up their mat and walk. Uh, He was able to bring hearing to the deaf ears. And He caused uh, everyone to understand and know uh, what God's desire was for them and, and what God's love was. And, and so uh, throughout Scripture we read uh, that uh, uh, Jesus uh, is bringing about this new 
uh, millennial kingdom that we're going to look at. And uh, of course, in chapter 20 of Revelation, it begins with saying, And I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit. And that's where, uh, the, uh, where Satan is thrown in. He's bound by this chain and he's thrown in there uh, for a thousand years. And uh, in verses 4 through 6, and it says, And I saw thrones. And uh, we talked a little bit about that last week, about uh, the, the uh, children of God, those who follow after Christ, those who profess to have Jesus Christ in their life, those who are uh, the saints from the Old Testament, those who are the New Testament Christians, those who are uh, tribulation saints, all of those and the martyrs uh, from during the time of the tribulation, all of those will uh, reign with Jesus Christ and uh, reign on the thrones. It says, And I saw thrones and they that sat upon them, and the judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded uh, for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, in which uh, had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or uh, on their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. So uh, all the saints and these tribulation saints as well, they all ruled with Jesus on the thrones. Verse 5, But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. So uh, during the, the battle, all, the, all those who were against uh, Christ, all those who uh, were not children of God, uh, were involved in the conflict. And, and the Bible says that uh, they were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of Jesus. And it says that during this time, all those who were saints, all those who were followers of Christ, uh, they experienced the first resurrection, but those who did not follow after Christ, they were not raised until the, after the thousand years were completed. And this was the first resurrection, it says. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection on such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with Him a thousand years. And so we see this is the point in which we're at. Uh, we see that uh, those who are without Christ that uh, died during the tribulation, died during uh, the... Uh, throughout history, all those who did not have Christ uh, within their hearts uh, and uh, died in this battle are all uh, dead and they are not going to be resurrected during the millennial reign. Um, so what we have is for, we started out with the removal of Satan. Then we talked about the reign of the saints. And now we come to uh, the next uh, significant part. So how are we going to be different? What's going to be different? Well, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 35 through 58, it's a long passage of Scripture. Uh, and it asks that kind of same kind of question. Uh, turn back to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. It says, uh, excuse me, I'm in the wrong book of the Bible. And it says here, uh, 
But God has given us the body uh, as it has pleased Him. And he's talking about in the last days, in the, in the time of Christ. Uh, let's go back to verse 35. Uh, but some man will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? We talked. We kind of hinted at that last time we were together uh, in the question and answer time. What What are we going to be like? What is our body going to be like during this time? And that's what uh, Paul's asking and talking about here in, in 1 Corinthians. And it says, "Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but." bear grain it may chance of wheat or of some other grain but god giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to every seed his own body all flesh is not the same flesh but there is one kind of flesh of men and another flesh of beasts and another fish and another of birds and so what he's saying here is, is look when he says uh uh, somebody asks, you know, what is our body going to be like in the resurrection? What is it going to be? Is it going to be like the body we have now? And Paul says, you're foolish if you think that way. He says, uh, when you plant a seed, when you put a seed in the ground, does it look like the fruit that, or the tree that's going to come out uh, when it comes up out of the ground? No. When you plant uh, uh, a seed in the ground, it... it it, you can tell what sometimes, depending on what the seed is, is what kind of plant's going to come up. But uh, you, you get certain seeds, and you can't tell what one seed's going to be uh, like in the other. But you plant an apple seed in the ground, is, is a big apple seed going to come out of the ground? No, it, you're going to have a tree that comes up, and then later you're going to have uh, apples that come off of that tree that bear fruit. Uh, it, the seed... The tree doesn't look like what the seed is going into the ground when it comes out of the ground. It comes out and it looks different. It looks like a tree, not a not a big seed coming out of the ground. And Paul is saying, look, uh, we're not going to be the same as what we are. Uh, God gives us a body as He pleases. And animals have bodies like they please. Birds have uh uh, 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 bodies like God pleases, and He says here also. Look, uh, the planets and all the extra, uh, the terrestrial bodies. He's talking about the planets and the stars and the moon, all that. God designed them the way He chose them to be, and He said God's going to make us in uh, the image that He desires. Uh, he says. Uh, Verse 42, So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, and it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor, and it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, and it is raised in power. So our body in the resurrection in the, last, in the millennial period is not going to be like what it is now. We're going to be new. We're going to be different. It's, we're going to have bodies like unto Christ, but we're going to be able to tell who's who and who's uh, 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 which person. Uh, secondly, another difference that's going to be uh, not only are we going to look different and have different bodies, we're going to have uncorrupted bodies. We're not going to have bodies of corruption, but we'll have bodies uh, that are uh, made as God intended for them to be. Also, there's going to be a total role, rule of Christ. In Psalms chapter 2, it says that, uh, that 
to him is given the power and the dominion and glory. Daniel chapter 2 verse 35 says, To him was given uh, the dominion and the glory and the power and the kingdom. Uh, so uh, Jesus Christ is going to have total rule during this period of time. Uh, it's, he's going to uh, have universal rule and authority. There's not going to be... Uh, right now, God declares uh, what is righteous. God declares what is true and just and right. Uh, but it, uh, mankind chooses... Uh, to live how they choose during this time uh, Jesus Christ will have universal authority and universal rule the saints are going to help mediate that authority and control Jesus Christ is going to have total uh, authority and control and rule His power will be absolute uh, Psalm 72 verse 9 says that uh, that His judgment will be quick during this period of time. He's, he will uh, exact judgment upon those who uh, do not choose to follow after Him. And this will be a time of a righteous reign and a righteous rule of Jesus Christ. Uh, and He will have a benevolent, fair, and justice uh, just uh, rule. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 3 tells us that His rule and reign will be righteous and just and it will not be corrupt. It will be uh, as it should be. And uh, everything will be converted and restored. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 5 says that uh, all of creation will be new again. Uh, and many uh, theologians believe that what uh, is saying here is, is that uh, the earth during the millennial reign uh, will be like it was supposed to be during uh, the Garden of Eden. And so in Jeremiah chapter 30, it says uh, Jerusalem will be rebuilt. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 40 and chapter 48 says the temple will be rebuilt upon the mount. In Micah chapter 4 verse 2 it says that people will be, uh, go up to the temple to worship. Well, the temple has to be restored and, and to be rebuilt for people to go into worship. Uh, and we will have the presence of Christ uh, here upon the earth and we'll be able to rejoice and, and worship Him uh, in His presence. Uh, Psalm chapter 72 says the righteous will, uh, will flourish in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 9, it says the, uh, the presence of truth will be upon the earth. As Isaiah chapter 2, verse 4, and Isaiah 32, uh, verse 17, says that peace will reign upon the earth, and there will be peace throughout. Uh, Isaiah 12 and Isaiah 61 says that uh, joy will abound. And in Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29, it says the Holy Spirit will release uh, an immense power upon the earth. And uh, the, the, the presence of the Holy Spirit will be felt. Well, what, be the, what will the kingdom be like? The curse will be lifted. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 7 and 9. Uh, Isaiah 30, verse 23 and 24. And Isaiah 35, uh, it, it paints a picture that is very much like Eden all over again. Uh, and several other verses in Joel chapter 2 verse 21 and Isaiah 29 verse 18 Isaiah 33 24 and Isaiah 35 and Isaiah 65 they all point to a new Eden upon the earth and then uh, 
at the end of all of this, the end of the thousand years, uh, there will be uh, the resurrection of the godly. Uh, we'll be given our resurrected bodies. That's the first resurrection here that it's talking about. Uh, and many believe that throughout this whole period of time, we're, we who have uh, will have passed away during this time, before this time, will be uh, in spirit form like we are. The Bible tells us that when we're not uh, physically here on earth, we're spiritually with God in heaven. And so uh, uh, it's during this first resurrection that our heavenly bodies will be uh, restored to us. Uh, and in Luke chapter 20, Jesus talks about what it's like. Uh, remember, this is the time in which the brothers come to the Pharisees come to Jesus, and they say uh, there was a, a, a man and a woman who were married, and the man passed away, and uh, they followed the Levitical law, and uh, the next brother came up and, and married her, and uh, he didn't have a, a son by her, and. Uh, so and he passed away, and the next uh, brother came along and married her, and they didn't have a son, and uh, he died, and the next brother, and they they kind of listed off like seven brothers that married this one girl, and, and they said, which brother will be married to her in in the kingdom? And Jesus said, uh, you're foolish. He says, uh, your bodies will be completely different. You'll be like angels. You'll, there'll be no giving in marriage and marriage in heaven. Uh, and I was talking to somebody the other day, and they asked me this particular question. And I said, "Now, please don't be upset about the fact that Jesus said there's no marriage in heaven. Don't be all upset." And I said, "In heaven, when we're..." When we're in the presence of God, all we're going to do is spend time worshiping Him. We're not going to have any time for anything else. And we're not, not going to be wrapped up in, in our own married life like we have now. We'll have all of eternity to spend with God in heaven. And I, I told her, I said, listen, we're, we'll know who people are. We'll be... And I said, you know, I'm like everybody else. I... I Look for I when my daddy passed away. I I thought one day I'll I'll be able to see him in heaven, and we talked about when he passed away that he's up there, uh, being reunited with his mom and daddy and and family members that went on before him. But our main focus is not on a family reunion when we get uh, to heaven. When we're in the presence of God, that's all we're focused on is worshiping Him. I said, look, the, all the angels, they spend all their time uh, singing holy, holy, holy to God. We're, we're not going to worry about uh, whose mansion we're going to be in and whether or not we got a room in somebody's mansion to go visit them and that kind of thing. It's fun to talk about going and visiting and getting to see Paul and talk to him about what it was like to be in that prison and, uh, and going on his missionary journeys. And it'll be grand, uh, a grand thought to, to say, you know, well, I'm going to go talk to Jonah and ask him, what did that, what that big fish's breath smell like? Was it awful that bad in there? And, and all that kind of stuff. Or, or talk to the disciples and say, what was it like to see Jesus transform into His uh, heavenly body? there on the Mount of Transfiguration when you'd never seen Him that way. And they probably look at me and say, well, He's like that right there. That's what He's like. It was like right there. 
And there's there's Elijah and there's Moses. And, and, and uh, look, it's just like that. But you know, we're going to be so focused on worshiping Jesus, worshiping God. We're not going to have time uh, to give and, and Jesus said the angels don't marry and give in marriage. We're not. We're going to be like them. We're not going to. We're not going to worry about marriage. Uh, the Bible says we're resurrected unto life in John chapter five verse twenty nine and Acts twenty four fifteen. You remember. You have to remember also. Marriage and the familiar relationship, the family, is, is all about having a family, of having children and giving birth, being fruitful and multiplying upon the earth. During this time, we're not being fruitful and multiplying. We're, we're receiving our reward. Uh, we'll have a resurrected unto life body. Uh, we'll have uh, ruling, uh, reigning, and living... Uh, 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 for Christ and during this time uh, there won't be any of those who are not followers of Christ at the beginning but those people will not uh, die in the uh, there'll be some that will not die during the battle of Armageddon and there'll be some that, uh, that live through all the tribulations and uh, they won't be killed by uh, Jesus, because they have uh, followed after Christ and committed their heart to Christ. So they'll live during this millennial reign and this will be a time for them uh, to finish out their life. And they will have children during that time. And that's part of the reigning that we'll uh, do upon the earth. But we'll also be winning, winning those people to Christ. Those people who are born during that thousand years and it's uh, I think it was uh, someone last week that asked me well, will people live a long time? I think anyone born during that time will probably live and, and not grow live longer like they did at the beginning of the Bible uh, because there won't be the influence of, of sin upon the earth. Uh, regardless, there'll be a lot of people that will be born during that time to the people who live through the the uh, tribulation and live uh, to this time of the kingdom that have Christ in their life. And you and I know that you can be a great Christian person and raise your children in a Christian manner, but they choose how they choose. And sometimes you have children that go astray. And the Bible tells us that there will be those who will rebel against Christ during this time. They won't be Christians. Those will be uh, the children that are born or uh, and grow old enough to, to, uh, to make a decision and then choose to rebel against Christ. You say, well, how can that be without Satan upon the earth? Well, Satan didn't rule the earth in the garden, did he? And all the inhabitants of the, of the Garden of Eden, too, Adam and Eve, heard the, uh, the, uh, uh, the call of their own desire over that of God and sinned against God in spite of the fact that Satan didn't reign the earth at that time, did he? Nope. Sin had not entered into the world, and yet they sinned in spite of that. Uh, 
well, at the end of the thousand years, we have uh, Satan released. And, and people ask, well, why in the world would Jesus release Satan upon the earth after a thousand years? What's the deal for that? Well, those who lived and then those who were born, they will be uh, gathered together uh, with Satan to fight Jesus once again. And Satan will uh, be defeated. He'll be uh, he'll deceive those who uh, are upon the earth, uh, and he'll lead them up against Christ. And there'll be the removal of those who follow after Satan, and Satan will be thrown into the uh, the bottomless pit, the lake of fire, for all eternity. So uh, you have. Uh, the binding of Satan at the beginning of the millennial kingdom, the re- release of Satan at the end, and then his uh, his final judgment uh, before the great white throne of judgment, uh, he is cast into the lake of fire. So that's the third thing that, that comes up during the millennial uh, reign of, of Christ, this new kingdom. And we've got a few more to go, but that's all the time that we really have to get into all that. And uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Yes, ma'am.